Good evening. I'm your host, Eric Von Dunn, aka Bane. This is the Elite Dynasty Podcast. My host, Chad Patterson. Hello. And Addison Elko. What's up, Bane? Happy Halloween. Why are you recording a podcast on Halloween? I feel like you should be out causing mayhem. I can ask the same question to you. I'm not I'm not dressed up like anything. And this gives you power over me. Shit, you're right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, welcome back. Uh, Bane made a little guest appearance there on the podcast for Halloween because we got our spooky episode going on. Spooky, spooky Bane. Spooky Bane. That's um, <laughs> kind of my alter ego. Um, along with many other things. But that's beside the point. Uh, we have a great episode for you today. Um, we're going to go over... Week in review, I know we took some time off. We took a bye week. We took a bye week. You know what happens. NFL gets a bye week. We also get a bye week. Things happen, you know? We all went a nice tub together. <clears throat> yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It wasn't bad. A lot of injuries. We recovered pretty well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were a little I banged up. Well, I wasn't really injured. I just wanted to go in the ice tub. Yeah, we, had, we were in there with our shirts off, and then you yeah. come in fully nude. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how I thought they'd do it. And then Eric and I were confused. We are like, well, should we be fully nude? And then Eric and I both took our bottoms off yeah 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 and somehow we just were all three in the in the ice tub fully nude it was a great bye week it, it was a good bye week yeah this all happened um yeah can't complain so hopefully <laughs> you guys equally had a great bye week because we did as well um trade mania today not Tra- trainia if you will trainia that's that's a great copyright a, a lot of stuff happened in the nfl today so i kind of forgot it was like the trade deadline we so since the season started, it was kind of the only news and notes we had was injuries, and it was fun to get kind of back, in, like when we were doing this in the offseason with players moving and fantasy impact. It yeah, fun. it was it was awesome. So not only are we going to go over some trades in our league, which there were a few, but we're also going to go over trades in the NFL. Um, and now I think the highest profile trade, um, well, really for me anyway, was... Jimmy Garoppolo, Spooky G, um, my team name since league inception, going to the 49ers. I, I couldn't be more jacked up for that. Surprising. Very surprising. I was so angry this morning when that finally happened. I was so bitter. That, because the, all the rumors were in the offseason, the Browns offered pick 12 overall for Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. And the, the and Patriots were just like, no, 101 or nothing. So obviously we weren't going to do that. Um, and then here's the rumor comes out, he goes for 49ers second. I was I was furious. I went mm-hmm. to bed like immediately after that, like Im- immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, you were not happy. No, no, I was not happy at all. So, I think it's a great thing for fantasy implications. I already put my waiver in. I made a trade um, that we can go over into to move up to make sure that I acquire Jimmy Garoppolo because he will be on my team in the future. He's my namesake. He's everything that I've needed to be. Not a sure thing, but not a sure thing. Not a sure thing at all. Um, but I did put in some backup claims through wire. So hopefully, I get one of my three. The odds are in my favor that I get They're one of They're greatly in your three. favor, yes, yes. yes. They are greatly, greatly in my favor. Um, but how do you think this impacts fantasy? Um, is Garoppolo something you would be interested in? What's what's? Let's say you had to put a pick value on Jimmy Garoppolo right now. What do you put it as? Mm. Well, it depends. Is this like in, in, in a bubble or is it me personally? Let, let's say in, in a bubble right now in a dynasty league. Let's, let's say our Dynasty League, where the, the quarterback market is starting to revive itself a little bit with the aging out of some of, of those injuries. guys. And the injuries. So it, started, like, it started to revive a little bit. Probably like a late third. Yeah, okay. I would say somewhere in the third. No, that's completely fair. I, I can't argue that at all. Because um, like other... I mean, him moving to San Francisco, obviously, for me, was surprising because I thought the Pats would hold on to him and shows their faith in Brady. But a little bit of risky because he is old. I know he takes care of himself 
better than anybody, but it's still a risk at his age. But you do got to wonder if he's just a product of Bill Belichick, who has proven that he can take mm-hmm. really anyone at quarterback. Castle when Brady got hurt. He made Brissett look good. And he's made Garoppolo look really good. And I'm not saying he can't succeed in a 49ers offense, but I'm not going to necessarily like anticipate him being as good as he was in the, the short time we got to see him play for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But if he could be decent, I mean, he's going to be an upgrade. He's not going to start this week. He's got to learn the playbook, and then he'll probably start week 10. Definitely a boost for Garcon, whose value has kind of been up and down just due to the quarterback play as it is. And, I mean, I guess it helps the running game if they can keep the if the passing game. The defense is more honest. Helps out Hyde if they continue to use him as they should. So I, I, I can't see it being a negative unless Garoppolo just isn't what we think he is in that offense. Yeah, I mean, that's very well put. Like I said, and like you said, um, you know, really the biggest boosts are to the offensive weapons that they have with Garcon. And I think Gore is boosted. Um, Braid is boosted. Um, even a guy like Trent Taylor is, is worth taking a look at. Yeah. You um, still have him? Yeah. I don't. I had to drop him. Uh, on the wire. So, um, good for the Niners. Um, and good for whoever owns those fantasy assets, in my opinion. Yeah, good. That's a boost for Josh, who I, I'm not because I, I have my dad's league, and that's a full PPR. I'm not, I haven't really been paying attention how he is in half PPR because he's not like terrible for a full point, but I think he got like because always losing, so I guess he mm-hmm. gets a decent amount of garbage time. But yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see how how good Garoppolo even is because we've even seen quarterbacks that are already somewhat established, and a new coordinator completely changes the way they look. Absolutely. So. He's moving from not a coordinator, but from one, the best coach ever, who basically is a coordinator, to not a bad coaching situation in San Francisco, but obviously it's a, it's a downgrade there, to downgrade in weapons. But I mean, good for him. I mean, his contract isn't extended, right? So he's just going to see how he feels there as a starter. He could still be a free agent, but I think San Francisco has the cap room to sign him for oh, absolutely. a long term extension. They're talking about Cousins. That's why. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think for fantasy, it's. Nothing but a positive, unless he is awful. But I can't imagine him being worse than what they currently have. Now, how much does a guy like Garcon's pick value rise, if at all? He, he was still probably, for like a win-now team, a late second, and a rebuilding team, probably nothing. Yeah, I probably wouldn't offer anything. Um, <clears throat> with this, like, it probably mid-second for a rebuilding team. you gotta you got to give it a week, though. I mean, mm-hmm. you take the risk of waiting till week 10 to see how they click, but... I would still have to wait to see. Even if he goes off and his value is now a mid-second instead of a late-second, it's worth the risk to wait and pay a little bit more of a premium to know that it actually it actually works. But I probably wouldn't give it more than a mid-second, late-second for him. That's fair. Um, so actually, it was really funny. The update for Garoppolo was um, at the last line. We're like, okay, it goes to 49 as well. He's not playing until week 10. Um, and the last line was, um, outside of Carlos Hyde, the 49ers offensive players on fantasy are unusable with Bethard at quarterback. <laughs> it's true. I, can't, yeah. be, I, I was struggling to think of the second wide receiver until you said Taylor. It might not even be him. It I might be third. I don't even no, know. it's Marquise Goodwin is the right. number two. Yes. Um, but but not, yeah. not ideal. No. Um, so moving on to the next one, um, another high-profile name, uh, Jay Jai. This was the most profile name. No, no way. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is the most high-profile name. Okay. Um, so Miami Dolphins trade Jay Ajayi to the Philadelphia Eagles for a fourth-round pick in 2018. This was shocking. This came out of nowhere. I mean, you had to assume, I guess, the Eagles were looking for a running back just because they have that committee, but this came out of nowhere. I didn't 
had no idea. Great value for them. I, I love it for them. The Eagles are trying to win now. Yeah. Why not go for a guy that can help them win now? That's this awesome. Makes me, this makes me feel so good for how long I've been bashing Ajayi, and the team that has him just gave him up for a fourth. It's like, you know, just it just feels good to, to nail it. Literally sometimes. a fourth round Well, pick. I think he's going to go to Philly and just be really good. Though. Do you? Yeah, I do. I think he has like another good game or you two. You think his value increase going to Philly? I do. Yeah, I think they're, his value their, their his value line is, is way better. His value is the tanking. line. I think is, it goes the line's up. better, but the competition. I mean, they still have three other. They were they, going by. They also have a better days. offense, though. And then they already come out to say saying Blunt is still the starter. Are they just saying that just because uh, they yeah, have to? Yeah, I think they have to. But. And then I, I think Ajayi gets the most of the work. I, I do agree that Blount will get goal line carries. I absolutely agree with that. Um, but I think I think Ajayi will get. But most I feel like of the we carries. thought this when Blount got signed, we're like, oh, he's going to be the workhorse and beat the Patriots, but in Philly, and he wasn't that either. I mean, they've always had a committee for as long as anyone's been healthy. I mean, like some of their guys get dinged up, but no. Back in the day, I had like Brian Westbrook and Deuce Staley. I'm talking about like this year. Oh, you're talking about real? Oh, yeah. I think all of the <laughs> running backs are just average, and I think Ajayi is above average kind of how I feel about it. That's why they really haven't established the run game all that well this year. But I, I like I said, I, I can see him, like I said, I do think they split, but I could see him getting like 15 carries, like 12 to 15 carries. Do you think Duke should be pumped about this trade? Absolutely. I would be happy about it, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would be jacked up if I were Duke. I think I'm on the other side. Okay, but I, I think the bigger impact is on the, the other side of this is for Kenyon Drake and Damian Williams. I think that is the bigger pendulum swing of points. I don't, I think either J.J. will stay or digress just because of workload share where Eric's doing an awful dance right now but I don't know what you're talking I mean about. this is this trade was huge for you with your we'll talk about the matchup but your week nine most winnable upcoming matchup and now you actually have a RB1 who you can start and assumingly will get some points but you still don't know I'll be jacked up if he gets six points I'll I mean, be so the offense happy. is still dysfunctional it's terrible but I mean that's that's gonna be the hot waiver pickup him and Williams I mean, do you think Drake is the guy? I don't know. Like, no, no. I, I think Damian. I think Damian Williams gets a start, um, but oh, I think really? Drake gets filtered in. But I, the thing is, yeah, I made this comment a couple weeks ago, and I got made fun of. He had two carries, but he looked great. <laughs> like seriously, he looked good. Just give him, let him. Ca- they're not even giving him any carries, uh-huh. and like, I want to see why. So that, that's like, if if he goes out, who are they playing this week? Um, I'm actually not too positive. Um, I can look that up though. I hope it's not like a horrific matchup because <sighs> I like want. I want this to be like his. You know, it's this tryout for you and for everyone else because this is you, you've been calling his name forever, and now he's got a shot. It was ver- o- versus Oakland, so it's it's a green matchup. <laughs> it's a green matchup. Green for Yahoo. It's green for Yahoo. I was uh, looking at that too. I love how like one. This is like way off topic, but I was looking at uh, how Crowder's going against Seattle. It only took one game for Houston to tear them up, and now they're ranked twelve. <laughs> like, it's, it's like a, Seattle's like a yellow matchup now, just because of what Houston yeah. did to them. But um, but no, that's what I'm saying. I, w- I want to watch and I want to see him get five or six carries and see how he does. That's like, really what you think he's gonna get? No, no, no. I, I think he's gonna get more. But I, that's what I want to see. I want to see any sample. Like a, yeah. two is nothing. I want to see if yeah, he yeah. can consistently like, like a drop. hit a hole or do anything. Yeah, that's, that they should give him a drop. Exactly. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be the workhorse, and I think Damian Williams is gonna spell him on third downs. I mean, that would be ideal. I would love that's that. That's kind of. I, th- I, see I think it, it goes the opposite, yeah. but I would love that. Yeah, I've only been paying attention to who's been getting more between him and Williams. I mean, Jake Drake has been playing as Gunner, so none. <laughs> he's and, he, literally, and he was in your starting lineup. He's got me consistent Gunner. tackle points. <laughs> like I can count on him for two tackles a week. You don't want that in your RB one. Uh, no, no, you don't. Um, but yeah, so so we're a little divided on the the Jay Jahi. Jahi. Uh, so now value. I'm I'm interested to see how this come when this comes up in the chat when we release the pod. 
who if if the chat thinks that his value is higher now or lower? Surprisingly, it was broke. The news broke, but not much of like the impact, which discussed in the yeah in the group. That was a little surprising. Yeah, yeah I didn't see. I, I got destroyed today, so I didn't really get to see much of what was going on. Yeah, I don't know. I still feel like they're going to work all three of the running backs there, and Clement's still there. They have like four running backs. So they three they've been using a lot. I get your point. Maybe they haven't anyone as good as a I'm just I've been on record not being as high on the Jai as, as others. So. We shall see. That we shall. Uh, and then the last name that we wanted to mention, another big name, Kelvin Benjamin, getting traded to the Buffalo Bills, just uh, where wide receivers technically go to die, outside of Eric Moulds and uh, Lee Evans back in the day. Um, the Buffalo Bills uh, and the Panthers actually received a 2018 third and a 2018 seventh round pick. So in- interesting trade to me. I guess they yeah. they really feel that Funchess is the guy, in, in my opinion. You're getting rid of Kelvin. When you lost Greg Olson, and you're still trying to make a playoff push, so that, like, I don't really understand that. For that's Carolina. what I'm saying. Like, do you yeah. think Funchess is a stud, or unless Curtis Samuel is showing something behind the scenes, like who is who else is going to step up? I can find there? a stat because there was like a pretty alarming stat showing how many of Cam Newton's touchdowns have gone to um, Benjamin. But yeah, I think this is. I don't know who if anyone was starting Newton downgrade for Newton. Bumper, well, it, was, it was Kojak. Kojak had been starting um, Deshaun. I think Tyrod's on the – we were discussing that, Chad, right? He's on the waiver. I, th- I mean, people were kind of high on him last week, in our chat at least. Definitely boost for him. I mean, now oh, that he's sure. actually got like a solid weapon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do you think Funch's value – I mean, that's kind of what you asked. Do you think his value goes up that much from – like he's going to get more target share, but is I think a guy so, that correct. can handle the more Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I personally don't know the answer to that question. I, I like Funchess. I don't think he's like an elite number one receiver. I think he's going to get no. more volume, but I don't know if he's going to do well with it. Now, I was curious about – I was having an argument with actually Jimmy today in my my other chat Love that. about uh, the Bills' offense. And he was he was trying to argue that, you know, they're 5-2, and two, like they're, you know, they're pretty good, it's a pretty yeah. good team, whatever. And I was attributing it mainly to the defense and LeSean McCoy. They mm-hmm. don't have a good passing game. And I looked at the stats. No. They're 32nd in pass attempts, 30th in yards, and 27th in pass touchdowns. So, I mean, to, when you look at that, does that boost Benjamin? Because now he now they actually have a playmaker and someone that they can throw the ball to? Or does it not boost Benjamin and make him less of an asset, you think, because of how little they actually do in the mm. pass game? So I don't it know. It could go either way. Yeah. You can argue either way. You can also argue that it improves a guy like Jordan Matthews. Because Jordan Matthews is not a number one receiver. True. Jordan Matthews thrives in the slot when everybody else is preoccupied. So if Kelvin Benjamin can take somebody deep and Jordan Matthews is open in the middle, I, I think I can make an argument that he's the number one recipient of this. I'm going to guess more of a lateral movement for Benjamin. <clears throat> I, 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 I can agree same. with that too. Yeah, yeah. I would say within yeah. one or two points of what is whatever he's averaging probably is there. Because they were still, like McCaffrey's getting more passes. and just They were still, I feel like, distributing the ball. A decent amount, and you know, I mean, Tyrod's put up decent fantasy numbers, I guess somehow. But to your point, I was just searching Benjamin's name; I couldn't find the TD stat. But Bills wide receivers so far this season: receptions forty-five, fewest in the NFL; receiving yards five hundred ninety-four, fewest in the NFL. Yeah, so there you go. But that was kind of like our argument when Zay Jones is drafted: like, oh, someone's got to catch all those yards, and no one's really catching all those yards. I agree with you. I think he's going to stay about around the same. Value wise, yeah, I think it would. I think it's gonna blow up Tyrod's numbers. He could be a startable for you, Eric, for Tiz, for anyone else that's 
has a buy maybe on their QB. Yeah, he's definitely worth plugging in there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I put in, in a claim for him. On you know, and now might as well. who did Kojak had Carr who's been struggling, but now <coughs> he may you think he's going to regret that trade now? He's, I mean, his quarterback is now losing his best option. Not that Kojak was making any moves this year, but kind of huge for you, Eric. I didn't realize these two trades were really big for your matchup this week. Enormous. Like Benjamin leaving and Drake being the number one now. That's very convenient timing for this matchup you need to win. What's he saying about? No, but Cam's... He has Cam, right? Kojak has Cam. He has Sean too. Yeah, but he's starting oh, to show Watson. I forgot he had yeah. Watson. No, it's just big for Drake for me. Oh, I completely forgot he had Watson. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he's going to start Watson. And I think yeah. Watson has... Watson's I completely playing, forgot like, he had him. Watson somehow get like a, a second game against Cleveland, so he's going to put up another 75 points. He's been so good. Yeah, he's been. He's been unstoppable. So that that, that question was posed to me. <clears throat> like, are you actually angry that the Browns didn't take Deshaun? I mean, of course, he looks great. But I don't think he would look as good as he does Agreed. on the Browns. The Browns don't have anyone to th- him to throw the they ball to. No one near Fuller or That's Hopkins. what I'm saying. Like, we don't have that passing offense. So, yeah, he could scramble around, but he realistically would have scrambled too much and got injured. Yeah, yeah. So, like, as much as I would love to have him, we don't have the weapons for him, and he wouldn't have succeeded. So, yeah, that, that's, that's my comeback to that. I, I mean, also that... feel like Aaron Rodgers could go to the Browns, and he'd be a bust. Yeah, like, would Tom Brady be able to run our offense? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't, I don't know. Unfortunately, every time I feel like every time Wentz does a touchdown, they had there's a Browns tweet that comes out like. Browns I mean, Wentz Browns. looks unbelievable. <laughs> that was a Browns pick. Like every time he throws a touchdown. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, so that's gonna do it for our news and notes portion. Um, now that we have to go over some trades in our league. All right, sounds good. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so the first one we'll go over was actually a trade that I made today, um, as a very recent, uh, most recent trade in the league. Uh, between me and Matt Wire. So we actually decided to do, um, I made my move for my boy Jimmy Garoppolo. Hopefully Trainer or Josh or Chad or Fam don't jump me and, and take him. But I moved up from, I didn't move up at all. I just traded for Matt's waiver for this week alone, uh, which is waiver four, and gave up a second round pick, but also acquired a 2018 fourth. So 2019 second for waiver four this week only, and a 2019 fourth. Um, I'm, I want Jimmy. That's it. That's what it comes down to. My I mean, team we, name is Spooky Garoppolo. We just said we'd... We could have probably just looked this in with the, the Garoppolo trade. Of course. We basically say he's valued at a third for us, probably in the bubble. But the more he plays, if he succeeds, he instantly right. becomes a second, and he could be a first by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah I understand so, you want to take the risk. So you traded, <clears throat> a, you need a, you could need a quarterback, and he's your boy. So you traded a second in two years for Garoppolo and a fourth. I mean, that's it could be a steal. Yeah. I can't see it being like, and what's that second going to be? I mean, he, like it's we said, Greg, so what is like I wouldn't 20... trade more than exactly. a third for Garoppolo now. But if he comes out first two weeks and is a stud, then he's worth a second. It's Absolutely. undoubtedly worth a second. So I think it's definitely worth the risk, especially with emotional attachment to it, even it, more. Literally, my team name across the league. I have a logo that was made by someone who's very good with Photoshop. It's a great logo. It's a great logo. Um, it probably will never change. And for Wire, I mean, it's... Obviously, it makes sense. I mean, he got a yeah, it's a fair trade all around. Like, I mean, who's going to get a fourth waiver that was worth a second? Probably nobody. For yeah, him. literally so no fair one. trade all around. Um, so then the other trade um, is between uh, Mike Balducci and Rob Seckler. Rob's pretty active recently. This came out like, out of nowhere. I felt <clears throat> literally out of nowhere. It did come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like no one even said anything about it in the chat. It just happened. It was like okay. And uh, Mike Balducci's uh, received Jack Doyle and Fam's 2018 fourth. Uh, Rob Seckler received Willie Sneed and Mike's 2018 third. What are your guys' thoughts on this deal? I think 
I think I like it for Rob. I think I like the Willie's Willie's. I like I like Willie's knee better than Jack Doyle. Okay. And I like the third better than the fourth. Am I am I wrong in this thinking? Am I? So I'm now looking at his lineup because in, in my I didn't look at his situation this week and what's at stake. So, um, he has Graham who just put up two touchdowns and I, in my head I'm like, why is he trading from their tight end? So he has a big matchup this week against Nick. Probably a do or die possible playoff for him. I I don't know his record offhand. It's either 500 to one game below 500, right? It's like right around there. Yeah. So he has Randall Cobb on his bench, who's without Rodgers. What is he going to give you? And Fowler, again on Denver, what's he going to give you? Then he has Thielen mm-hmm. on the bye, A.B. on the bye, Burkhead on the bye, Shaheen on the bye, and that, and everyone else is hurt. So we had literally no one of value to throw in his flex. Sneed got like four plays last game, like yeah. four, three or four snaps. I, I guess Mike's kind of gotten afraid like he might not get him any points this week. Mm-hmm. So he basically just dumped him. He's already in his lineup. So he's projected 10 points. He is getting a pretty good fantasy value, 1%, 13, 7, and 24 in his last three games. So I think this was kind of not a desperation move, but try to beat Nick. You need someone. If you have, if you can't have no one in your flex producing points and beat Nick. Mm-hmm. So you needed Correct. someone. He dumped a guy who probably isn't going to keep at the end of the year anyway. The picks don't really matter. So I guess it's I, what, I, what I do a one weak desperation move no but if you're that kind of on the brink he's four and four so if you kind of feel like you're on the brink of the playoffs make the move actually have someone you can put in your yeah. flex and beat nick well you just kind of convinced me there yeah that was a really really good argument thank you I'm playing rallying for douche yeah but I, if i'm rob well, i would i would probably would do this take the risk yeah absolutely he's, he's, got, a better got, he's got he's got Ertz, who's a stud he's never gonna play doyle anyway no yeah maybe it's just he's there. been trying to trade doyle for fourth for like weeks Literally weeks. And he, got, re- and he got Sneed out of it. I received a weekly text, Doyle for fourth. Wait a minute. I offered him a trade for Doyle. He denied it. You see what this is. Continue. I'm sorry. No, no problem. Um, so Eric, Eric, do you, who do you like? <clears throat> do you like? No, I, I like I like it for Deutsch as well. Um, I'm definitely on Team Deutsch there. I think Doyle is a consistent producer. Um, and Brissett looks legit. He doesn't look bad. But for Rob, unless he was running double tight end, he was never going to play on more. Ertz has been amazing. Yeah, Ertz has this been year, unbelievable. So... Yes, yeah, Snead hasn't gotten the reps, but if he does start to get it toward the end of the season, but I, I mean, Rob's not also not a playoff team either, but he's been competitive. No, but he week. could also just take the pick, and it's still a trade for him. Yeah, like if, oh, he, exactly. if he did Doyle for the third, third. yeah, that'd have been like a that's a trade. win. Yeah. yeah, so getting Snead in there, he might keep Snead. I don't know how his, he's kind of did decimate his bench a little bit. That's why he's two and five now. His so he's weird. He's like deep, but not deep. It's yeah, weird. he's got a good starting lineup, and yeah. no one else. But yeah, he might be able to keep him. So. So, on Sunday, September 24th, I offered him Hooper and a fourth for Doyle. He didn't do it. So, you guys would rather have... I don't think he wants another tight yeah, end. Yeah, he didn't want another tight end. That's why he's trying to get rid of him. That makes that makes sense. But he, he would have just done it for a fourth? I mean, he offered me Doyle for a fourth multiple times. Well, you know, you got to just get Rob in you the right move. Rob that often? Yeah, we talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you got to just get Rob in the right mood. If he's in the mood to trade, he'll trade. If he's not, he just will, will that was dick you deep around. in your conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Rob and I talk a lot. That's really funny. Um, Is that all the trades? I think that was it. Okay. Let me double. Let me double check the Twitter. Let me double check the Twitter. Oh, you know what we could throw in there? We didn't talk about because we had the week off. Was my trade Corey Clement with Rob? All oh, right, there is that one. Um, so this was a um, this was a quick one. Riveting. 
super it's riveting. Super I'm riveting. probably about to cut Corey Clement just because of this news, but riveting, what are you going to do? Um, so me and Rob traded Corey Clement, or I traded for Corey Clement, uh, giving up a 2018 third and a 2019 fourth, and I got Corey Clement and a 2018 fourth. So it's uh, cool. It's whatever. I needed a running back to try to get any points. You got me six points. Why did you pick like the matchup against Dude to do that? And you have been running to Dooch's best week of the year. Well, that's because Dooch had down weeks. He put up like 110. Yeah. I almost could have won if he put up a down week. He just decided to explode and put up 160 <laughs> yes. against me. Like, come on. Show me any mercy, dude. Um, but yeah, that's it. it was, it's a trade. All right. Ooh. Ooh, who's is that? Corey Clement. He's got a big bulge. Yeah, yeah so we actually just confirmed that, that Corey Clement uh, is basically Mandingo. All right. Um, <laughs> so we're not going to go over We're not gonna go over week seven matchups. They happened. No, congrats they to were, everyone who were, won in, they in were week there. seven. Yeah. Congrats to me, Nick, Kojak. Kojak got something uh, Mike was pretty big. But huge Absolutely. for you. I mean, that sucks for you. Devastating loss. On like a last second touchdown to Reed. Yeah. And that was it. Yep. Congrats. congrats I, I, like to, I said, uh, I kicked out both Dooch and Isler out of the league. <laughs> They're no longer in the league at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh won... Itzler also won. Uh, Rogers won and Wire won. That was your week seven recap. Congrats to all the winners. You guys uh, are champions. Yeah, for that week. So week eight matchup had some. I, I don't know. This is like the one week where everyone that there was like a lot of teams that won that had pretty high points, which usually you got some dumpy wins in there. We did some dumpy wins, but first matchup is looking at. Um, nothing. I'm just ready to ready to rock. All right. You wanted me to send him this tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, Josh is currently berating me about not giving him Kenyon Drake, so I'm gonna send him this tweet, and then the conversation's gonna end. Oh, do you want to read the tweet in the podcast? Of course. Oh, well, I'd love to. What? Why do I keep getting notifications for voicemails? That's what's the point. Okay. So, um, to Josh. <laughs> dearest Josh. Dearest. Yeah. Let dearest him, let, Josh. Don't don't text him. It. Just let him hear it from here. Yeah. Warm regards, Josh. Um. As of as of Jeff Radcliffe, Kenyon Drake handled 32% of the Dolphins' carries in Week 8. He's the favorite for early down work. Damian Williams is likely in on passing downs. Hey, Josh, eat a dick. <laughs> Next segment. You're not going to sign your letter? Oh. Warm, warmest regards, Eric Vonda. Yeah, for a fourth, that's just gross. Gross trade, Josh. Anyway, Week 8 recap. So first, me versus Nick. I don't know if this is the highest of the year. It's got to be close, but Nick puts up 174 against me. I thought I had this in the bag. Locked up, no problem. Then Hopkins catches a 74-yard touchdown. And Nick wisely, I think he had the two highest receivers of the week, switches out Anderson for Juju Smith, and that was it. Juju Smith puts up 30 on that huge 90-whatever-yard touchdown. And I hate that I love Juju so much. He's just, like, taking over. He was like a, a guy, end of the second round rookie draft, didn't know what his role was going to be, and now he's like a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I love him. And I confirmed, I don't know if there's been any stat changes, there might have been, but if uh, Nick would have kept Anderson in, who was debating, I would have won by like <clears throat> nothing. And now my points do look a little bit lower, oh, so maybe I guess some by stack. 20, that's crazy. He dropped the 154. It's crazy. So, oh, so yeah, it was like 20-something. So I think it would have brought him below 154 or 16, mm. whatever it was. Unless I got some stat corrections done to me, which is very possible. He would have been on suicide watch. We would have been. It, 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 it would have been over because we would have been waiting until literally Thursday to know if, you know, any stat corrections yeah. happened. But 
you know, I can't be too, I mean, can't be too upset. I'm a little upset losing with 154, but it would have been worse if I actually started Luke and I would have lost by, like, with 160-something, so that would terrible. Well, um, that's also good, though, because I mean, you've had a lot of, or a couple of down wins. Like, at least you got your points up. Yeah, to yeah. To be yeah. honest. Hey, the last two weeks I put yeah. up 150. I'm exactly, feel, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're trending up, you got I, some points, and I you split, have your earlier wins. Yeah, I split against Nick. I'll take that every time. Still 6-2. and two. That would have hurt, hurt much more if you had the early losses. Oh, oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it sucks, but whatever. Um, next was unfortunately against you, Eric. Yeah, what are you going to do, man? Uh, I gave it my best shot. Um, I didn't have Sammy Watkins to drop a zero on me. Um, you did have Rawls to almost try to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did Rawls try. did give it his best shot at dropping a zero. Um, Jameis gave it his all, too. He's like, hey, I'm just not going to play well because I'm hurt. <laughs> um, he said that. He said that specifically. Wow. Um, ASJ got vultured. Lockett killed it, though. Lockett was like, you know what, Eric? Like You've supported me for this long. I'm going to have a good game for you. Um, so you, didn't, you were in the flames at this point. I, I was in the flames. Um, not to mention, though, I my strategy has always been defense wins championships. So I built my team with a strong defense. And you know what? It came, it came out. Baltimore was my quarterback one this week. And Mosley was 15 and Collins was 8.5. Yeah. That was literally my QB one, my RB one, and my wide receiver that three. That Rosalie pick six was amazing. That was the best. You were so I, I erupted. You're so jacked I erupted. Up. Um, but congrats, dude! Your team finally looks like it's competent, competent again. Um, Is he 21. Robbie Anderson got a 19.6. Yeah, Thielen. I I was just watching. I I was watching Thielen just destroy the Browns. I was like, it's over. I literally called it was over yeah, as Thielen, Thielen was destroying the Browns. Yeah, that I was, was like, it's gonna be that right day. There. Yeah. I, yep. But yeah, that was a big win for. Yeah. After losing to Kojak, it looked like he was going to lose to you after that that Mosley TD. Because the yeah. projections were way in your favor at that point. Yep. But we, we knew I was going to drop a bunch of zeros. And yeah, runs. I know. Yeah, it's... But good for Lockett, though. Yeah. Over 100 yards. Uh, next was the Rodgers loading Kojak matchup. I don't think any of us thought Kojak had a chance here. But... Well, it's amazing that jo- uh, Rodgers won by this much with Dak dropping a 9. Yeah. I literally wrote, like, the power rankings didn't come out yet, but that was, like, the one thing I did write my power rankings. It's absurd. Exactly. Yeah, just seriously. Rodgers is, well, I've said it before, I'll say it again. You think you're alive, well, you're better off dead. <laughs> I mean, what? Four, four, but also Rodgers is good. <laughs> four straight weeks of 150-plus, uh, and now, I mean, possibly on the trading block, David Johnson, but it is amazing he's doing all this without David Johnson. I mean, would he have picked up McKinnon, be starting McKinnon, I mean, probably he probably wouldn't be starting Hilton as often, but you just got to imagine if he had DJ, this would be he'd be running away with the league probably at this point. Yeah, scary, very scary. And he can win, he can win with him without him this year, and have him back again next year. Three feet? Hopefully not. It's po- It's very possible. His team's ridiculous. At least he didn't win baseball. And then Kojak, like what Reed gives him, like twenty now gives him one. Fucking Sanu, man, sixteen points. I hate I hate Sanu so much. Every time they throw He's it to so Sanu, good. I get so angry because I just don't throw it to Julio. They throw him like four times. Side, side note, he has two kickers, and both of them put double digits up. <laughs> he has Prater, who dropped 18, <laughs> and Jake Elliott, who dropped 10. You just have to wonder and then why you rostered two you kickers. You do hate – I mean, you got to be thanking yourself, Eric, that he wasted – not wasted because he could easily put up near 40, not but – Watson has has his best game, and he it's a loss. It's not against you, because this could have yeah. been a week later. Against a good defense, nonetheless. Oh, never mind. He had forty against Kansas City. Jesus yeah, Christ. he's had forty multi against the Browns too. 
30, 29. His worst game was actually against, crazy. ironically, the Patriots and the Browns. Yeah. But he literally I mean, looks, he literally looks unbelievable. It's crazy. He's just revitalized Fuller and uh, Hopkins completely. Definitely. Like, Hopkins was a guy, like, you're obviously keeping him. He's obviously a stud, but, like, is he – He's like a, he was a flex guy last year, probably. And now he's, like, the best receiver in the league, I think, fantasy-wise. Yeah. So pretty crazy. Uh, next, this was just disgusting. Josh versus Trainer. Oh, 59 points. Not even 60. That's hard. That I think that's the lowest in league history. I've never even done that. Just going back, <laughs> Kojak, who's been one of the worst teams, almost had that with Watson and, like, pick any player he has. His yeah. kicker. His kicker, I think Watson and Elliott outscored Trainer. And th- this is Kojak, the, the bottom barrel of the league. That's where we're at. You know. It's just... I mean, do whatever you want. Brady, Zeke, and anybody outscored Trainer. Yeah. It's... I mean, I know he got injured, but good God. I mean, Beasley with one. Just so many single digits. Williams with 2.9. John Ross is zero. I mean, he just decides to start Matt Moore. Five points. He just can't figure it out with the quarterbacks. Tiz no. should put the claim in for Tyron Taylor. That's who he should be going after. I think that's what he's doing, to be completely honest. Um, to avoid... Because he needs... He, realistically, if you win this week, Tiz is going to be in danger of coming in last. Yeah, you're you're going to correct. catch up to him in points because he's been dropping below 80 two weeks in a row. And this is awful. Below 60 is unprecedented here. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking maybe I just change Tellwire, pick up Tyrod with mine. Hopefully Trainer doesn't pick up Garoppolo and I get Garoppolo at 14. Hmm. It's a strategy. Hmm. It's probably not the worst move in the world. But you're probably still going to start Jameis, though. Well, that's it if Jameis goes. If Jameis goes. That's it. I mean, realistically, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to pick up Fitz. But um, it's a thought. And then, uh, you know, Josh said in last week's power ranking, when Zeke does well, he wins. He's had five games. I mean, I think the first, the one of his losses when was he got a bye. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Zeke. Oh, yeah. Well, we're still waiting. It's still going to go through the second. It's not looking good, though. So, yeah, it's not looking good. Which is going to severely hurt Josh. Yeah, so I, well, we didn't have to do the power rankings yet, but we had him a little bit lower <clears> despite him being, he is 5-2. It just shows what one player can do for your team because Garcon puts up two. Demarius Thomas is whatever. Has it been eight games? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, six and two. I knew we had two losses. Yeah, right, six and two. It's crazy. I mean, he's going to make the playoffs. Like Muller said, he's going to be the the most coveted round one matchup desire if Zeke is suspended. But if he can get through that, I think Zeke might come back to the semifinals or is it the championship? I forgot. I don't know. I don't remember. But... I mean that that'll that'll really really suck. Um, moving on to Itzler. Itzler just sneaky. This is a dumpy win, one nineteen. Yeah. Pretty much if you're below one twenty, when it's a dumpy win, dumpy. I think it's kind of the threshold one twenty. Yeah, that's fair. Um, against Ridge, Ridge kind of somewhat tanking, not taking, somewhat keeps starting Chad Patterson in his wide receiver one slot. I mean, I'm Chad not putting up what I should be. But yeah, you're you better know, than three, but you're not I'm boomer better. Bust, basically, I'm boomer bust. But you're not better than Benjamin and Coleman. He's got to realize that. Um, anything from this matchup worth noting? Russell Wilson dropping a 43 for Ridge. That was almost half his points. Yeah, he's been great. That's why I decided to start Paul Richardson this week, and he went off. And I just 
it seems like the, the, that offense is clicking. Baldwin's getting more involved. Lockett got over 100 yards. Richardson got two TDs. It just seems like that offense is clicking a little bit, and those guys could start being – like maybe Richardson's an every-week starter for me. Um, I mean, he looks like it. He looks great. He's done well this year. It's just he's very boomer bust with his touchdown production. I, I just don't know if I'm going to start him this week because my running backs have really good matchups. But, I mean, good for Itzler. I think he's 5-3 and three, right in the playoff picture. He's sixth. He's in the playoffs. At the end of the day, Itzler's in the playoffs and wins his $100 bet against Mahler. So, good good for Itzler. I mean, he's proven, he's proven me wrong. I mean, we've had him. We've been bashing him all, all podcast. <laughs> so, good for him. Who we uh, rostered Zach Miller, who uh, horrifically broke his leg. Yeah, and he didn't catch that ball. Well, he did, but they just didn't give it to him. I know. Uh, uh, unrelated, is Ro- do you think Russell Wilson will be a Hall of Famer? It's trending that way. I don't know his like overall <clears> stats. <throat> He's great. Super Bowl winner. Yes. I, I kind of feel like almost he will two, be. almost two times Super Bowl winner. He's like never hurt, right? No. Come on, dude. Not what, are you, what are you doing, man? He's what, a good dude, guy. He's a podcast. What dude? He's a good guy. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, he's trending that way. I, I, it, I agree. It's strong possibility he's still young. Yeah. If he continues to play like this, I think absolutely. He's underrated. He's very underrated. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's usually like the fourth fantasy quarterback like off the board. He's not even later than that. Like Luck Rogers, um, like even Matt Ryan. Yeah, Luck Rogers and then Brady Breeze. He's I don't know. Russ, Russ is because he got the running. That's why. I know, but I'm just rattling up guys that I think I would have like thought. Oh, you would have taken? No, like, he's, just, he's, like, he's like, consistently like number four. Interesting. But yeah, good guy too. A little bit of a squid, but cool guy. Married to Sierra. Married cool. to Sierra, yeah. Remember this rumor Sierra had a dick? Yeah. That was the best rumor. That was the funniest rumor ever. Yeah. Just like a gorgeous chick. and She, has, she like, was like a hermaphrodite. She was like born. born. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she looks Must be fun in the bedroom, right? Am I right? Stop doing that. Yeah, what are you implying? Yeah, what are you implying? With that, <laughs> I'm about to get Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> All right. No, you just changed the subject. I think you just no, came no, out of the closet. No, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. You just literally said, and in, in not in the, you didn't say this out loud, but you said that a dick in the bedroom would be fun. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's Kevin Spacey weird. on Super weird. <laughs> All right. Um, another another matchup where a high scorer had the someone has to lose. Uh, Wire beats Muller. Muller put up basically identical points to me. Another 154. Wire put up a strong 167. That is very strong. Um, 22. Gorgeous keeps producing. Kel's daddy is producing. He, this would have even been the more of a blowout if, again, he didn't trade Greg Lamar Miller, who continues to be a stud. Um, yeah, Mixon, Kelsey, Mack did well. Con- I mean, his whole team. I'm just scrolling. Did everyone score double digits besides Stills? Perfect. Oh yeah, well, that's IDPs. IDPs, yeah. IDPs. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. Oh wow, but his entire bench dropped zeros. Besides Old. his defense, but yeah. Oh yeah, Moncrief, Galladay. Oh, so Darius. Everyone dropped zeros. Yeah. Why is a little bit of force to be reckoned with? If he has Are a full team for emerging? sure. Yeah. No, definitely. If he can sneak into the playoffs, like I think we said, like kind of midway through the season, he's a dark horse that can win it all for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's always been, like, in that 6-8 to eight tier. Never really broke through. I mean, he's starting to now. A couple more wins like this, and he's going to be top 5-4 team, I would think. Um, could he make a – what's his record now? He's at 5-3. and three. He could make a push for the division and for a first-round bot. He's only one game back of me. 
I mean, there's three other teams at, at five and three, but I mean, one game back with five to go, it's very, very attainable. That Definitely. I think we play each other too in two weeks. So pretty big matchup there. And then the last matchup is our very own Chad Patterson, unfortunately losing to Rob. My lowest score of the year. Lowest score of the year. Very unfortunate. You know, one time I'd like you to get a dumpy win. But Rob was, this would have been another loss at like, if you happened to beat him. Mm-hmm. He would have put up another respectable one, low 120s and lost. Which seems to be the theme for Rob. He's never had like a really, really bad week. Or I no. can't remember it. He's no. always put up this 120-ish and it just runs into really good teams. So I kind of feel good for like I didn't want Rob to come. I mean, he didn't deserve to come in last. He was at three and five, solid cushion. Yeah, he's good. He'll be in the bottom six or seven picks, but won't be competing. He was kind of like a sneaky dark horse for last place. Um, so I'm happy for him there. Unfortunately, it has to come at expense for you. I don't. It's just weird because we've been talking about how good your team is, Chad. It's just weird that you're four and four. Like, how do you have four losses? It's I just, just so get weird. unlucky. I, like, this is the first time I've lost by more than ten. It's crazy. Like right now, you're out of the playoffs. Which I don't understand how it was above you. Is your oh, it's five I, and three. I, Never mind. Oh. I thought they had the same. <clears throat> so we have six teams, five and three, and better. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And three teams at six and two. Damn. But that will all change. In this, 2019, when Fams 101. No, at week nine <laughs> for the matchups. Um, again, my phone. I'm first. Not going to be one of the matches we pick. We didn't even discuss which matches we're going to pick, so I'm going to do it on the fly. But me versus Itzler, and these are all fucked up because no one has their bye weeks figured out yet. But just skimming through, neither of us have our tight end because mine's on the bye and Zach Miller's dead. <laughs> and I don't have a defense. Oh, did they amputate his leg? I didn't see. No. I, well, I haven't heard an update, but I think... Yeah, thank God. I think there's been more positive news than negative, but I don't know. Um, so give me a defense. Say both of our tight ends have eight... So same distance, and then I throw a defense in there. It gives me, like, six. So I'll be projected to win by 20, 20-ish. I mean, I feel good about the squad. I mean, now now I'm at the point where I'm concerned about who I want to play, not, like, I have to play this guy. Yeah. So <clears throat> that feels good. As of now, I have DeMarco and Peterson in there because, per mashups, they're both green. San Francisco's the worst rushing defense, and Baltimore's the ninth worst. So I guess I kind of have to have him in there. So we'll see, but you guys, I mean, most of these end up being closer than they are, but does it sort of pull yet the, another upset? Um, I don't think so. He already upset you once this year. He's upset Greg and Nick. Yeah. Yeah, his team steps up in big spots. It's weird. I, I'm nervous about this matchup. I'm not, I don't feel, he I doesn't have be any all big... right. Um, I don't understand Julio being protected 17. He's hit 17 one time. No offense. I know. Who would you say you're going to pick up a tight end? Do you know? No. I don't know yet. It's cool. I'm not going to put a waiver in. I'm not going to be at a three in the morning. Yeah, so I'm just going to get whatever's there. That's cool. Um, I'm not going to go crazy over it because I think whoever I put a tight end, I, I should be able to do enough to win, I think. Yeah. But it could come down to who I sit and start. Paul Richardson can go off again or Crowder can continue his his uh, hot streak from the Dallas game. and Or Peterson can have another like two-point game like he did last time he played. So we'll see. But hopefully I can get the 7-2. and two. You know, I think it sort of will end up finishing around 500, so it's will put him back at 5-4. and four. Kind of makes sense. But still probably, you know, we'll, he'll still be in the playoff picture. Um, we'll skip that because that is the matchup of the year. Skip <laughs> that one, too. I think we'll, I think the next three we'll pick because projections don't show what that matchup's going to be. Well, pending on Zeke. 
So the next one will be Rogers and Rob. Right now it's projected 119 to 98, but he has Bell. Doesn't no one's playing him? Uh, Rob's kicker's on a bye, but I mean I expect Rogers to fully just continue his streak and get to seven and two. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think Dak has a good matchup with the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs are seventh worst. Mm-hmm. So that's good for him. Dalton's got Jacksonville, which is brutal. Oh, that is brutal. You know, Will Fuller keeps scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to give this to Rodgers. That's fair. <clears throat> now, he has to sit McKinnon, which is a little interesting, and no Crowell. And also, Rob doesn't have any D players. They're all in buys, too. D players, kicker. Oh, yeah. So, it'll be a little closer. But he has no Cooks, which kind of hurts. Not playing Smallwood, which I understand now that Jai is there. I got Rashard, you know, that Lynch is back. He's not really going to be startable. I don't think the Bell buy is going to hurt Rob. I mean, Rogers that much. Who is Rogers going to put there? I wonder. Oh, it's probably. Uh, actually, I don't know. Hmm. He's going to have to pick somebody up. Yeah, yeah he will be. I wonder who's going to cut. Maybe his other linebacker. Maybe Inman. Yeah, that's probably it, Inman. That's interesting. Yeah. Who's he going to put there? <laughs> hmm. I wonder if he was trying to trade. He could have been trying to trade DJ just for any kind of running back just for this week, could he? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, next matchup, this, if the trend has continued with how trainers performing, shouldn't be close. Greg versus Tiz. Um, you know, trainers, I mean, uh, Muller's a little bit of a hole in the bottom end of the, the playoff picture. He's got a tough schedule coming up. Well, he's got like three favorable matchups in the me and Nick. So in his mind, he has to go four and one to get the eight wins, get in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Can't afford to lose this one at all. This has this will probably be the easiest one he has, assuming Trainer continues the streak that he's on. Well, we don't know if he picks up T-Mobile. I mean, he can't <clears throat> have Matt Moore projected four point five in your lineup. No, no. Now it has Greg reached out to you about not starting a D guy. Uh, not yet, but he still he line? still has up until uh, Thursday. Will this be a, a grant based on the matchup? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I mean, if the matchup's close, you're, you, that's when you roll against it, right? I mean, yeah, it's 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 per, completely at my discretion. Yeah, no, correct. I, know. I understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's an easy acceptance. Does all of his tight end so Rudolph's on the buy? Well, that's his only tight end. Interesting. And you know, I mean, I guess he has Matt Moore, but Greg did do the cheeky thing. He picked up Eli and Bortles, stashed them on his bench because he knew Trainer had all of his QBs on the buy. But if Trainer can pick up Bort- uh, Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Portals. Rolling out Nick O'Leary. I mean, Nick O'Leary has done decent, hasn't he? No. I thought he had like a touchdown the first Two, game. Zero, three, zero, eight, six, one. Eight, six. That's I'll take that any day <laughs> on my flex spot. I love that name too. I don't know why. It sounds so Irish. Uh, but yeah, that should be a win for Greg. And the last one that's probably not going to be close is Wire versus Ridge. Way off on the projections. One twenty one. One twenty three to eighty eight. I'm thinking, okay, so Ridge doesn't have a defense or an IDP in, but I'm surprised 123 seems kind of low. I'm wondering, did they, Yahoo just not have faith in... He also doesn't have Fournette in. Okay. Because he was out last week. That's or, a good point. Yeah. And, or Ingerman. Yep. Will he actually start Coleman or someone over Chad? Corey Davis might be back. Will this game be closer than we think? 
Yeah, because he... Ingram. He also didn't start Ingram yet either. Oh, so that's why Melvin Gordon's on a bye. Yeah, he has Luke Wilson in for Ingram, so he has to actually set a lineup, and this will be close projection. Does anyone picking Ridge? Is this worth picking or no? I'm picking Wire, but yeah, I'm, I'm saying the, okay. the projections will be much closer when Ridge yeah. starts a team. That's interesting. This could be a sneaky. I mean, there's no trap games in fantasy because it's not actually a wire playing, but trap game. Yeah. Now, you said Ridge might be trying to tank. Now, is that confirmed if he doesn't start a guy like uh, Ingram over? He can't. He can't start Hill over mm-hmm. Fournette. Right, that's an obvious That one. you can't do. Or Wilson over Ingram. And he can't start Wilson over Ingram, correct. Yeah. He can't. Those are really the only two. What about CPAT over Corey Davis? I mean, he can argue, that's an argument he can make, to be completely honest. Like, Corey Davis hasn't really done anything. He's been They're hurt. They're projected within two points, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's mm-hmm. not like a. Yeah, a he's, kinda, he's got luxury on that, but there's no way he can start. He can bench Evan. Yeah, uh, Ingram Hill and, over Fournette. Get yeah, out definitely. Of here. Okay, at least we're all in agreement with that. Yeah. Um. All right, so three matchups of the week. The first, we'll skip that one, will be just because it's a good interleague matchup. The projections for now are close. I'm curious of who's starting who on by, but Nick versus Mike. The old family rivalry. Love that. Um, good looking family. Good looking family. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. So Mike's not going to have AB. He's got Sterling in there. He's got Ryan Anderson in there. I mean, you guys seem to think Jai is going to do well. So now he's on a new team, new face, new regime. Could be a bump. It's uh, also tough versus Denver. It's Nick not currently does not have a kicker True. or tight end in. So that's a little unfortunate for these projections that we're looking at. So maybe this won't be as close. He has no he has no feeling, no A B, no Big Ben. Who's he gonna start with Mar- oh, our good friend Marcus? Yeah, that, that Marcus versus Baltimore is tough too. Ooh, that's super tough. Yeah, I gotta I gotta go fam here. That's that's tough. It's just unfortunate matchup. AJ versus Jacksonville is tough. I think full yeah. health, this is super close, just with, with these buys. That's that's devastating. It could be, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if if Winston can't play, Evans isn't getting fifteen. And like Chad just said, Green against Jacksonville, that could be a single digit game. For, Let's go for, Dodgers. For AJ Green. Um, I'm still going to pick Nick, but I can see both of those guys putting up like five to eight points. And yeah. if Sterling Shepard and Robbie Anderson can maybe have games like last week, this could be a closer than we might think once it's all said and done, once Nick gets a defense and an IDP in, or mm-hmm. a kicker in, I mean, I mean it's, sorry, tight end and a kicker. You know, the, the projections might be 20 or something, but I think it could be in the closer. I'm still going to pick Nick, but I think... His top two wide receivers do have kind of tough matchups. I'm equally going to go Nick. I think that Dooch has run into a lot of bad luck this year. Um, and I think that bad luck might just might continue. Because usually it doesn't turn around during fantasy. For some odd reason, you're either really unlucky or you're really lucky in fantasy. That's true. So I'm, I'm going to go with Nick. Eric? Yeah, I'm going with Nick as well. It's uh, I, I don't think it's close. Like I said, if it was full strength, I absolutely think it's close. And it could lean Dooch. It's, it's just tough. All right. Um... I say this one just because I think it's two two of the top teams, and the projections right now are way off because Josh doesn't have anyone in and currently has Brady and Wazero and Zeke Wazero. But Chad and, and Josh, both teams have been playing well as of, as of not as of late. I guess Chad had the dull dull week, but I feel like this is not going to be a high scoring game at all. I feel like Chad, your four and four is closer than you're more of a six and two team. I might think Josh is more of a four and four team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but. I feel like you're you are the better team and have been the better team. Just you kind of run into some bad luck here, but well, this is going to be a true test test of our depth on both the, both ends. It, it's it's a little nerve wracking for you because you don't, like you don't know what you're going to get from Bryant and Hogan's out. 
So you're going to be starting. Bryant's on a bye. Brian, okay, so Bryant's on a bye and Hogan's going to be hurt. So you're either going to be starting. Bryant's on a uh, Hogan's on a bye too. Oh, they're all on a bye. Yes. So what matter that? Then oh, doubt, doubtful on a bye. That's a yeah. You might lose. So points. it's going to be D.D. Westbrook <laughs> in my wide receiver spot. I mean, that's not a bad play. And then, yeah, no Brady. The Zeke is going to be everything. So can I can I make a pick with a clause? No. No. I can't do if Zeke plays, I'm going to pick Josh. No. If not, why? Nope. Because we're not doing it. Yeah, I'll let I you do it. it. I don't want to do it. Why? Yeah, I'm voting against it. This is stupid. I'm sorry. Now I've, I'm, I'm mad we even picked this matchup then. All right, I'm going to pick Josh. <laughs> Fuck, you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm going to say Zeke plays. He's going to get through this thing. He's going to pull the Brady, and then he's going to whoop your ass. It's a bad decision. You should have went with me. No. Yeah, I was going to go with Chad, too. Good. I'm going to pick a game on both of you guys. And <laughs> even, even with Hogan's negative by doubtful points. Nah. Who's, who's he going to start a quarterback? That's, I should have probably looked into that. He doesn't have a bag of quarterbacks. That's exactly It's another thing. It's another <laughs> thing. Roll with Chad. You guys won't let me get a clause in there. And then, I mean, probably going to pick the same one here. But the matchup of the year. This yeah, is what it all comes Eric, down to. Eric this is what it all comes Kojak. down to. Kojak. Even the projections are close. 97 to 92. Well, we, we also... <laughs> the, the toilet bowl. I don't care what you guys have or don't have. It's yeah. going to be a toilet bowl. It's going to be terrible. Watch we both drop like 160. That'd be just dope. Like oh my god. I, I, hope, I hope it's like so exciting like that. I don't want to just <laughs> see the projections slowly just leak to red. And it's like who is not worse than the other team. Oh, I can't wait. This, this is everything. Yeah, this so, is really good. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone... Battle listen, for if, last place. Yeah, so if anyone's listening to this that's not in the league... Kojak currently has a one-game lead on Eric, and for last, so Eric's in last place with one win, and Kojak has two wins. Confirmed. If Eric wins, he'll go to two wins as well as Kojak, and then it's going to come down to most likely total points by the end of the year, assuming neither of them get a win from here on out, which that's more likely than not. Correct. And also, if Eric wins, Trainer can also come in last. So it's really it will be a three-way battle, which I think we're, we'd all rather see. Well, I guess we'd all rather see Eric go in last because that's kind of funny, but I want to see Eric win just for the immediate happiness and then the stress for the rest of the year correct yeah. of the preceding four weeks to make sure you finish with higher points than someone else confirmed completely understandable so that, that'll, that'll be fun and you winning would be fun so I can't pick against you I want you to win so I'm gonna pick you thanks based on nothing I didn't look at anyone's matchups or buys I'm just picking you okay <laughs> I mean it's not a bad guess we're both pretty you bad. know what it is it's gonna be the, the Drake that's what that's my, that's my He's, inside, in, he's inside, in my flex knowledge. spot right now. He's in my flex. So, sadly, just because I really want to pick you, but I'm just too far behind in the picks, I'm going to go with Kojak. Yeah. I'm going to go with Kojak, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I stand a chance. I think Deshaun Watson drops 75 points against Indianapolis, and I lose. I think Deshaun Watson outscores my entire team. Would you be the first person to pick against themselves in a matchup? You definitely are. I mean, this look, might, might also be the first time you're in a matchup. No, no, I've this been, be, I've, be been in, I've been in matchups before. Um, no, yeah. yeah, I was with Kojak week one, and then there was one more out of the seven weeks, and I picked myself. Maybe against Edsler? Maybe, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm picking Kojak. I think Deshaun Watson outscores my entire team. I saw. All right, so I'll That's take. A bold claim. I'll take. I'll take. So I'll take that back. I think Deshaun Watson outscores my offensive players. Taking out yeah, my IDP's defense. You can't bet against Baltimore's D. No, no, Baltimore D might put up thirty, um, but I think I think Deshaun Watson outscores my offensive roster. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm picking you, so I hope you're really wrong. 
or the rest of his team just dropped zeros. But I just want you to win. I appreciate that. I I want to win besides this week with Josh. I mean, I'm definitely rooting for myself. I just think Deshaun dropped 75. It's a good hedge with what you're doing right now. If you, if you lose, Absol- exactly, you, absolutely. Get, you get the point in the, in the dinner We're bowl. Like, oh, cool, dinner and bowl. If not, then you, then you win the toilet bowl. Both are great. We'll play. We'll play. <laughs> Thanks, man. I try. I think that was best it. of luck. Yeah, best I, of luck. I, I want I you to win. I really that. do. I really want to see. I'm more excited for your matchup than I am against my matchup. You know, it's it's going to be, be, be a good one. I'll be stressing out for you. It's going to be a good one. How are you feeling, one. by the way? You took a shot at Nightcrawl like 10 minutes ago. I'm, uh, I'm good right now. Uh... I, I could probably do another 10, 15 minutes, but since we're pretty much done, I don't need to. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use this time to brush my teeth. I'm probably going to floss. Practice great dental hygiene. I'm going to lay in bed, uh, make free agent pickups in the other seven of my leagues, and I'm going to go to bed. And it's going to be a great night. Can you see the flames in the horizon? They're in the distance, and they're, <laughs> they're coming closer. What time is it? Okay. Oh, man. If we can wrap this up, I'm going to watch one more episode of Stranger Things. That's achievable. And that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Elite Dynasty Podcast. Chad Patterson, please give us a Twitter. It's at Elite Dynasty Pod. But even better, at EV40. No, even better. At Bane. Not at Bane. I thought you don't know what my Twitter handle is for this. Yes. At, at Lamaquan. At Lamaquan. You should definitely follow Lamaquan. Yeah, it's uh, it's Llama Quan Treadwell, after Laquan Treadwell. He's a little llama, and he lives in our toilet. And he loves well, the Well, on top Treadwell. of our toilet. He loves Laquan Treadwell. Um, the biggest fan. Probably the biggest. It's borderline a sexual love, you could say. I would I would probably say that. I'd make but, that claim, yeah. Yeah, but it started off not, it just, you can't help yourself sometimes. When he makes that, no. He still thinks he well per him. It's not me talking. He still thinks about that one-handed catch he made a couple weeks ago. It was unbelievable. He does. He so, talks about it all the time. I'm yeah. trying to pee. I'm like, hey, I get it. I saw the catch. I love him too. But you need to you need to take it. You need to take it down a notch. The thing is, I don't think it's that ridiculous. Like he should continue. Made out of real llama wool from Peru. Yeah, Peruvian llama wool, only the <laughs> finest quality. Um, so this is a great episode. Um, Sounds like a coating for a drug. We have one and a half minutes before the thing runs out. So, so. that's perfect. So we end we end with a question. Um, who is the only man who can dissolve this bomb? All right, take care. Peace.